In a recent study, 73% of independent musicians reported having experienced mental health issues. Now, traditionally, the rock and roll lifestyle was filled with late nights, partying, addiction, and substance abuse. We're on a mission here to change that. And sadly, there's still a stigma around mental health. May is National Mental Health Awareness Month in Canada, and this month's episodes are focused on informing you how to navigate your health professionally. Keep in mind, the thoughts and views that you hear on the show are that of the speakers and in no way should replace the professional guidance of your trusted healthcare practitioner. If you or someone you know is in an emergency crisis situation, please dial 988 in Canada and the US, 999 in the UK, and 131114 in Australia. As a friendly reminder, if you get any value out of this show, please consider giving back by sharing your favorite episode out with someone that you care about. You could even leave a five-star rating and honest review, or you could subscribe to the e-news to be the first to know all things under the radar. I send out weekly tips covering everything from health and wealth to creativity, purpose, and how to better your relationships. Mental health is health, folks. The body, mind, and spirit work together as a holistic unit. And by the end of the month, it's my goal to make the resources, the tools, and the experts more accessible for you to live a healthy, active, and purposeful life. And together, we can all crush the stigma. Now, let's get to the show. All right, listen, I get it. We want to be effective and we want to be efficient. But what is the difference? Well, on part two, we're going to find out exactly what the difference between effective and efficient time management and energy management is all about. Let's do this thing. Welcome to Under the Radar, Secrets to Success for the Independent Musician. I'm your host, Mike the Schwartz, trusted authority of musician wellness. And today we're talking part two on our four-part series on time versus energy management. Guys, today I want to dive in. As I mentioned, it's all about, okay, what is effective versus efficient. Now, this is inspired by Todd Henry's The Accidental Creative, which is one of the greatest books. I'll be sure to drop a link in the show notes for today because it it changed the game for me when it comes to being more effective and most efficient with my time as a creative and otherwise just in day-to-day life. And that's the cool thing about all this is these are transferable skills. Okay, and a lot of them um, will will translate into better songwriting, better performance, and most importantly, better humans. Okay, guys, we're going to talk about the the difference because there is a slight difference between being effective and being efficient. Now, Todd Henry explains it like this: efficiency is about getting stuff done right and quick. Okay. Effectiveness is getting the right stuff done, getting deep into it. Okay. Now think of it this way. If you're a practicing musician, um, I love to think about this in, in, uh, in our, in our rehearsal situation. If I want to practice and get better at drums, sitting down, the, the common thought, the common line of thought is sitting down and doing rudiments multiple times for five minutes at a time per day 
is thought to be better, right? On the grand scale of things. Well, yes, and there's a a caveat to it. If I'm sitting down five minutes a day, multiple times per day, that might add up to a quite like maybe even an hour or, or two or more if it's in between calls or in between my lunch and my dinner and you know, right before bed. I can block certain amounts of time. Yes, I'm practicing more, so I am more efficient. What I what I would call into question, am I moving the needle forward in my practice? I don't know. You know, I used to find this. I would sit down and I'd have maybe 10 minutes in between drum lessons um, where I could just riff. And what I would do is I'd go back to the stuff that I was good at because I knew I only had 10 minutes. So I would play through a couple uh, play along songs and I would get better at uh, the songs I was already pretty good at. What was interesting is when I sat down and I listened to, I believe it was Benny Greb. Actually, the first time, great drummer. If you guys are unfamiliar with Benny Grip, check him out. He's a he's a philosopher of drums. He's got his own language about it. And the thing that was brought up in uh, in a video that I was watching with him, it might have been on Instagram or YouTube, um, sitting down on the practice pad and getting into the stuck, the stuff that you're not really good at, where it feels like you don't make any progress at all. That is effective because if we look at our rehearsal routine as just one example of efficient versus effective, yeah, you could play an hour on the stuff that you're really good at and that's really efficient because you feel good and you get all the stuff done that you want to get done. You could spend that same hour doing the one thing that you know you've struggled on and you may not even break through right there. Over time, Multiple sessions, you will break through, and that's where you're moving the needle forward, and that's where I draw the comparison between being effective and being efficient, because there's many times where we could be five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes here, and we don't really get deep. We're surface level. Tell me if that's you in your creativity practice, in your songwriting. You don't spend enough time on the hard stuff, and this is where it goes a little meta. We rarely spend the time in the hard stuff the past experiences, the past bad breakups and relationships, the stuff that we're typically writing songs about, we don't spend enough time in that deep stuck. And when we do, that's when we can become much more effective to move through that stuff, navigate it, you know, break down those walls, climb over those walls, use the door, whatever it is, right? Now, I wanna give you a couple more examples in in music, because that's who I'm speaking to, okay? Rehearsal techniques, we talked about it. You know, when you're the band, sometimes it feels better because there's so much tension in a rehearsal space where you're, you're stuck on this one thing. And having the, having the cognitive ability to identify, is this going to move the needle forward even though it really sucks? Having the ability to take a breath, slow down, be still with it, and find out where our energy is is really, really important. We also want to talk about the, um, the, the efficiency metric on this. Now, if we're talking about efficiency in task completion, um, think about it this way. If we're efficient in blocking off time to be rehearsing three times a week with the band, and then on the other days, we're at least doing an hour worth of our own work on those songs and developing our chops and things like that. That can be a very, very efficient 
way to look at completing the overall goal of maybe making that album or having the live show performance uh, dialed in. Okay, it's all about doing things right and doing things quickly. Um, we want to streamline our workflow. That's another piece of efficiency. So when we can streamline our tasks, you know, starting at the top, like okay, well. Um, maybe we'll take it out of the creative space. Streamline your day. When you wake up, are you immediately on your phone? That's interesting. Here's a here's a challenge for you. Just on that thought, if you're if you're one of those people that rolls out of bed and immediately starts scrolling or going into the emails, pay attention to those days. And at the end of the day, just for a, a little assignment for this week, take a look at um, the the screen time that you're on your phone and then try your very best at least two of those days this upcoming week to leave the phone in a different room and leave it for an entire hour that's the challenge this week leave your phone for an entire hour before you look at it when you wake up okay on those days i'm looking for two if even if you get one that's a great start okay one of those days, look at the screen time and see if there's a relationship between what you do in the first hour and the way the rest of your day rolls out, okay? Because I'm the coach. I see this all the time. When people immediately, the first thing that you do in, in your first hour of the day is the way the rest of your day is going to go, okay? Hands down, I'll fight you to the death on that. <laughs> um Again, guys, I coach this stuff, and this is one of the biggest obstacles to inefficient living, okay? If we want to be more efficient, we've got to start from the top of the day, okay? And part of that is also, like, we'll get into this on, on another uh, mini-series for sure. How do we start the day ready to go and ready to be productive rather than rolling up and feeling as though we're, we're chasing the day? How do we stay in control? A lot of it starts the night before. We'll get into that later. Okay, but this is these are all different examples of how we can increase our efficiency on a day-to-day -day basis by organizing the tasks at hand. Now, when we flip to the other side and we talk more about the effectiveness, this is where it's one thing to get um, up and start practicing and to say that we've done an hour's worth of practice today and just you know check the box. How meaningful were the results? Did we get into the deep stuff that we need in order to move the needle forward? I keep on saying that. Now, it's about like effectiveness. You can think of it this way. It's more about um, doing the right things that align with your long-term goals. So we're, we got to think about, well, what are my long-term goals? Let's just keep it in the, in the world of practice. What do I want to be as a musician? What do I want to be as a songwriter? How do I want to show up on the drum kit? Putting those goals down is going to be the first step, okay? And then we got to allot time in a workflow to be efficient. But if there were a hierarchy, I would rather you focus on being effective with that time. Effective practices in music would be goal-oriented practice sessions. Set out when you guys are here's a here's a way to, to do it for the effectiveness. When you go into your next rehearsal, whether it's on your own as a solo musician or you're going to sit down in the studio, outline a goal. What do you want to get from that? Set an intent. Okay? With our rehearsals in my band, High School Track Me, we always sit down and we're, we've got a common goal 
um, to, to polish up the, the last song that we worked on, run through that set, build it together, work on that performance, and then hone in on writing a new one as we're in a build process right now of building up an album and a, and a live show. And that's really exciting because we know what to do. We come in and it's effective. And it's not to say that we accomplish all of it to the ability that we want. Sometimes the creativity just isn't there. And that comes back to the energy management that we were talking about. You know, sometimes it's, we've just got a creative block and that's okay. Oftentimes the most effective thing you can do is fight through that creative block. Again, uh, Huberman was talking about it on, uh, on Goggins, um, if you guys are familiar with the Huberman Lab, I'm going to link that in the show notes. And um, his specific conversation with David Goggins, the, the maniac, the guy that it, it comes up that when you do something that you don't want to do and you still do it, that grows a certain area of the brain and it directly ra- uh, uh, translates to more resiliency. So the more often you do that, you fight through the stuck up to a certain point, of course, because then there's always the, okay, well, where's the diminishing, um, diminishing results, right? Where, how, how far do I go before I know that we're not going to get a return on it? Diminishing return, sorry. Um, so there is that fine balance, but for the most part, we're pretty soft, guys. We quit as soon as it gets hard. And that's just a cultural thing that we've we've become 10-ply, okay? What I would challenge you to do is sit down in your next uh, rehearsal space, um, time that, that you've got, whether it's yourself or with your band, and identify one, two if you feel fancy, three if you're really going for it, three goals. Start with one if that feels overwhelming, though. Okay. Always best to start small and crush it rather than have a three goals and only do one. Then we get beat up, uh, or we, we tend to beat ourselves up about that. So when you sit down next time, write it down. That's the key to all of this. Again, grab your pen, write down a goal. It's different when you put it down to paper. Okay, it becomes real. So. When we take that, we can even look at the practice session or we could take it a step further and plan out the band career or your music career as an artist. Strategic career planning is an effective way to make sure that when you are setting up that workflow in order to achieve the goals, we're staying on task and we're, we're being results oriented. All right. Now, another thing I want to talk about is how do we balance the efficiency and the effectiveness? Because there, there is, and balance is a funny word, I prefer harmony. How do we harmonize, you know, being the musician in me, how do we harmonize being efficient with being effective? Now, you as a musician, you can streamline routine tasks to save time and allocate energy to be more creative and impactful, right, with your activities. So what what you could do is if you're finding yourself spending this is just daily stuff for me in my workflow if i'm in the studio and i know i got to eat some food or i got to get groceries there's this beautiful thing called instacart where i can actually order all of the food that i love the the good healthy um grass-fed organic food i can get it um, from any store of my choice here in Calgary, guys, go get Instacart. It It's a mundane task that takes you up not only the travel time to go get it and then the the dilemma of, oh, I have to go go get a personal shopper to eliminate that um, that 
that distraction in the middle of your workflow day, okay? Prioritize the things that are going to lead you to be more creative and be more impactful, especially if you're a songwriter and you're in that flow state. The worst thing, I hate that when I'm, when I'm doing a song or something and I know I've got like two or three other tasks, it puts a cap on it and I feel as though I can't personally be as creative or as productive. It feels rushed, right? And we can allocate energy, um, in a better manner, in a much more effective manner. So that's one tip that, it, and it's just one example is that I find um, a lot of people tend to do takeout and stuff like that. But dudes, girls, ladies, men, women, children, toasters, everybody, pay attention to the food you're eating because if you want to stay productive and you want to stay creative, stop eating takeout. There are tons of terrible toxins in there. Uh, just while we're on that tear, stop drinking tap water. For the love of God, stop drinking tap water. These are all things that are going to lead you to better efficiency with your time because you're not going to have brain fog because of all the heavy friggin' metals and toxins that are in those types of things, tap water and takeout. Um, the, the two T's are terrible. That was a cool alliteration. Anyway, make sure you're putting all of your energy into the things that are going to give the most return and the most effective, impactful results. Okay. And those are just a few tips here for today. I'm going to close things off. We're going to do a little recap. Okay. So for efficiency, I want you to think, um, okay, well, how can I be more efficient with my time? How can I, uh, stop? I know the biggest thing for me, everything I see is on the phone first thing in the morning. So I challenge you to one day, one day this week, leave the phone alone for the first hour. Don't even look at it. Don't even think about it. Don't even smell it. Okay. No phone one hour upon rising after that game time. Okay. Compare that to the days where you go into your phone and check the the DMs and, and check the emails and do all the things that get you lost throughout the day. See how much your uh, productivity on that phone goes down uh, when you start your day off on that foot as opposed to getting up, doing some breath work, going out for a walk, getting in the sunshine, doing the things that we were born to do before technology got in the way. Okay, that's the efficiency challenge. The effectiveness is when you're in rehearsal, set goals. Okay, it can be one goal. For this hour, I want to accomplish my uh, paradiddle at 152 beats per minute. And I want to be proficient at that. And then write that down, set the intent, get into it. You are going to move the needle forward when you make meaningful results and you stay on task and you develop a workflow. Okay, guys, in part three, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, okay, well, now we've got all these pro tips. Um, I'll, we've got a good understanding of efficiency and effectiveness. We've got an idea of what time management and energy management is. How do we prioritize our tasks? And that's what we're going to talk about on the next day. If you guys like this, be sure to share it out with someone you care about. Please send this. Um, my goal here is to completely change the way uh, music and wellness go hand in hand. We're, we're redefining rock stars out here. Okay, We out here. So please, it would mean the world if you left a review, left a five-star rating, and shared this with somebody who you think could use a little more help in their time management 
practices. That's it. That's all. Be sure to find more at MikeTheSchwartz.com. Book a call, 33 minutes. I'd love to find out how we can start working together. That's what I do. I help build rock stars here, one musician at a time. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you on part three. Till then, y'all stay sweet. Peace. Clean line, couldn't rewind too late. So much for fate, so much for feeling.